Hey everyone, welcome into this edition of the End Zone Podcast. Thanks for listening once again. W- this is WTSC Sports Director Jake Wallace along the ride with you. And we'll be talking some college football later in the week. Really want to get into Georgia Southern's start, Savannah State's start to the seasons. And then we'll also talk about the week that is upcoming in college football. That'll be on uh, a later edition this week of the End Zone Podcast. Today, though, just want to talk high school football and the prep uh, teams that we have here in the Savannah metro area, and we're starting to learn more and more about what we have as we reach the halfway point of the season. And what I think we have is some really good teams and some really interesting region races that I'm looking forward to seeing uh, towards the end of the year and what's going to happen there. We'll also be speaking uh, with uh, Jeff Davis, head coach Lance Helton, later in this episode. But After a really interesting Friday night, there were some really impressive teams, and Liberty County to me was one of those. The Panthers now 3-0. They pull away from Richmond Hill 31-23 Friday night in Hinesville. Markel Johnson was just an absolute monster for the Panthers. Over 100 yards rushing, three touchdowns on the ground, also had an 83-yard touchdown reception and that was just what he did offensively 12 tackles and an interception on defense he carried the team for that win and liberty county now three and oh they've had two games canceled but the panthers a top 10 team in class triple a and starting to look like they might be able to make a deep state championship or a state playoff run excuse me another team that i was really impressed with was wayne county the yellow jackets were down 24 7 at appling county in that rivalry matchup coming off a tough loss at Glen academy two week uh, a week earlier and the yellow jackets rallied off uh 26 unanswered points had to do some quick math there not always my strong suit but end up with a 33-24 win at Appling County. That's a good Pirates team down in Baxley. Rick Tomberlin really has that team playing well. So that's an impressive win for Wayne County, especially considering they were down 17 points at halftime. Look out for the Yellow Jackets in uh, Class 5A. That's a really uh, fun, could be a really fun race over there as well. So looking forward to seeing what the Yellow Jackets can do. Uh, for the rest of the year. And then a game I was at over in Lions at the pit, Metter, 14-3 winners over Toombs County, a defensive battle between the Tigers and Bulldogs. And the Tigers, now 4-1. and one. We spoke with Rodney Garvin last week, and he said he liked a lot of the things his team was doing. They've installed kind of a new offense. They've got a few uh, new things to be a little more versatile offensively. Uh, scored a touchdown right before the half and then put it away in the second half. And the Tigers are now 4-1 and one, and one of three teams in Region 2 AA that are 1-0 and o, uh, with region play opening wins. Fidelia and Jeff Davis also 1-0. and o. And you look at this region, there's five teams really for four spots. Metter, Vidalia, Jeff Davis, Swainsboro is a top 10 team in Class AA. They have not opened region play yet. And then Toombs County lost their opener but still a very good bulldog team there in Lions that'll be contending for a state playoff spot so you look at the next month in that region and where these things are going to shake out how these five teams will play each other that's going to be something really fun to watch over this month of October and that really starts this Friday night the Tigers uh, kind of have to be 
have a short memory, uh, can't be celebrating too much as Swainsboro comes to the jungle on Friday night. That's going to be one of our featured games on the end zone this Friday night and one that I think will have a lot of eyes from around the state watching it. I wanted to, to speak to, to this guy for a while. That's Lance Helton, the head coach at Jeff Davis. And this is a team that is 5-0. They are ranked in the Georgia Sports Writers Poll. And this has kind of been the culmination of a, a build by Jeff Davis and Lance Helton. And, and you start to see things going the Yellow Jackets way. You're starting to see uh, the community really rally around this team. And those were a few things I spoke with uh, Coach Helton about earlier this week. Uh, one of the better talkers in all of football, a great character, a great football coach, a guy who you can tell really enjoys the game, and you can see why things are, why his players and why his kids are believe in him and are starting to buy into this system, and it's pr- produced results off to a five and zero start for the first time in since 1997. So, here's my conversation with uh, Jeff Davis, head coach Lance Helton. Well, Coach, obviously uh, things are going really well for you guys so far. 5-0 and for the first time since 1997. One of just 32 teams in the state left with an unbeaten record. You told me last year you thought things were, were going the right way for this Yellow Jacket program. Did you expect this, though? I tell you what, you know, I, I, I expected our kids to, at the end of each ball game, have a chance to win it. You know, the, the thing is, when you treat the game of football right, you don't really ever know the end result of what's going to happen. But for me, I, I felt like our kids were bought in enough and were disciplined enough to have a chance to win each game we played right there at the end of it. You know, we've football is a game of, of, of inches and luck, so so we've, we've fallen in that category a few times. But what I am is I'm proud of our young men's belief and our, our, our way of doing things, and I'm proud of this community for rallying around them and giving ourselves a chance to, to be where we are at today. I was about to ask about that community. This is a, a Hazelhurst area that has wanted – this program to be in this spot for a very long time. What has a Friday night on the Pinelands been like these last few weeks? I tell you what, it's, it's been electric. You know, our community has really rallied together um, since July the 11th, right there, um, when we when we lost one of our own senior football players um, in in a tragic accident going home from practice. Jake and, and this community has just rallied around each other. They've rallied around these young men. And it's been just a a great time to be a citizen of Jeff Davis County and a Jeff Davis Yellow Jacket because this entire community has a singular focus, which is coming together and being the best we can be. So it's been a really good atmosphere for us. Our fans are are standing up. You know, they're cheering. They're filling the stands. And it's it's been a a really fun thing to be a part of in, in a time where this community needs that. Jeff Davis, number nine in the Georgia Sports Writers poll this week in Class AA. Like I said, 5-0 and for the first time since 1997, taking on Bryan County uh, this Friday. And, Coach, this is a region race that is really wide open. You look at yourselves, Metter, Toombs County, Vidalia, Swainsboro. What do you see out of this region just so far this year? Boy, I'll tell you what. I think this region is, uh, from top to bottom, as difficult as any in the state. Uh, you, you look at the competition, the caliber of opponent and the caliber of coaching in this region. 
region. Everybody knows what Swingsboro is. They are a top five team in the state. They're tremendous in what they do. I think that defensively, they're the best Swingsboro team since that 0-2 team that won a state championship. Mm-hmm. Um, Metter and, and what they do there, Coach Rodney Garvin, could be in contention for being the, the coach of the year in the state with just what he has done there. Um, they are extremely dangerous on offense, very fundamentally sound and physical on defense. And, you know, you go down the line with Toons County, um, what Coach Marsh has done to transform that place in his tenure there is second to none. They're going to be in the hunt of this thing and, and right there trying to host a playoff game in Vidalia year in and year out. Is, is you can mark them as Swainsboro down year in and year out of the two and one seed in this region. Um, they they just do a tremendous job. Coach Homskis definitely has his um, program in place. They do things their way, and they are just well-coached, physical, and athletic in everything they do. Doggone, I'll tell you what, when you, when you start talking about that, you get a little nervous um, because it has been – in, in my opinion, a region that from top to bottom can go play with anybody, and you know, don't don't discount Bacon and Bryan County for what they do week in and week out, and they can come up and, and beat any of us at any time. Um, I think Avery Scott does a tremendous job at Bryan County, and I think he's going to get that thing turned. So for us, it's about just trying to be in a spot to play game eleven. And, you know, try to find a way to do that. You know, we try not to put the cart before the horse or anything of that nature. We just want to give ourselves a chance to play our best football late and be able to start adding extra games to the schedule if the Lord's willing. I know you don't want to put the cart before the horse, but that's what I'm going to ask you to do right now. What is this team's ceiling? What do you see their potential as? Oh, man, i tell you what. Um, I, I believe this, okay? Um, I think that a season can go – you know, one way or the other on, on a quick turn. You know, we found out yesterday that our starting right tackle, a four-year starter for us, his season's over with, with a blown ACL. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the feeling for us um, is is this, and I know this is cliche or whatever, but treat the game right. Try to win our home games and see what happens on the road. Um, I think I think for us, the expectation of Jeff Davis football at this point is to make the state playoffs. Okay, we're not wavering from that. We're not going to run from that. Okay, I would like to believe that this team is competitive enough to want to take the next step. Don't know if we can. We've got to try to make it out of this reason right now. But for us, it's like you're just giving ourselves a chance to play extra football games. You know, we have a saying around here, everybody, everybody in the state gets to play 10. So for us, the expectation is to try to get to, to game 11, and then let's just let, let let's just let the chips fall. You know, when it gets when it gets cold, man, it's it's hard to determine what happens in the game of football. That thing is not round for a reason. You don't ever know how it's going to bounce. But let's just give ourselves a chance to try to play an extra game and see what happens. Coach, it's going to be fun. This region race down the stretch, the next five, six weeks are going to be a blast watching all you guys battle it out. I'm glad it's you and not me, and I get to just watch from the sidelines and tell everybody what happens. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck Friday. Good luck the rest of the year. We'll talk to you soon. So the Yellow Jackets are going to take on Bryan County this Friday night and look to get to 6-0 and and get off to a 2-0 and start in region play so he mentioned there just how wide open this region is i think it's going to be one of the the regions to watch um 
over the next month, and I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how everything shakes out in Region 2 AA. One of the games that, that it's marked on everybody's calendar for the last few weeks happens on Thursday night, a kind of a main event of the of the weekend happening on Thursday. That's when Islands and Jenkins play over at Memorial Stadium, both perfect in Region 3 AAA. Both have been dominant in their first three games of region play. Jenkins is plus 140 in point differential through their three games. Islands is winning their region games by a 30-point-per-game average. Um, whoever wins this one on, on Friday night is going to have that leg up in the region race. Obviously, Benedictine still in this thing, and both will play the Cadets later um, this season. Islands on October 18th, Jenkins on November 8th, and so the Cadets are still out there as well. But really, Islands and Jenkins have been two of the more impressive teams we've seen in the Savannah area in a long time, at least in terms of public school, and there's going to be a ton of Division I talent on the field Thursday night at Memorial Stadium. That Islands um, offense has really been been explosive and powerful and their defense has been making plays as well and then the Jenkins defense has really just been dominant you look at who they have up front and who they have uh, what they have talent wise on that defense it's no surprise they're holding teams to not a whole lot of points and it becomes very easy to win games when you're only giving up eight points a game or something like that that uh, Jenkins has been giving up so far in region play and so i'm really looking forward to this one on thursday night at memorial stadium islands and jenkins uh like i said the winner going to get a leg up in the region race and uh we'll have some bragging rights i think we'll certainly uh, be turning some heads across uh, the georgia high school association ranks uh whoever walks out of memorial stadium a winner on thursday night of course we'll have the highlights for you that night on uh, the End Zone Podcast, maybe even be talking to a coach on uh, Friday's high school preview edition of the End Zone Podcast. Don't forget, like I said, we're going to have a talk about some college football coming up later this week. We'll talk Georgia Southern start. You'll hear from head coach Chad Lunsford. We'll talk Savannah State's impressive start in the SIAC. We'll hear from head coach Sean Quinn. And then looking forward to a really fun weekend of college football, including a top 10 SEC clash that you'll see right here on WTOC. We'll be talking Florida and Auburn on uh, the college football edition of the End Zone Podcast. That'll be coming out later this week. We'll have a high school preview Coming out on Friday, including a recap of that Islands Jenkins game and a look ahead to some of the key matchups all across the uh, Coastal Empire and Low Country. So be sure to join us for those later this week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you all about the football coming up later this week. <laughs>